welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. Elizabeth, I am so excited to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm doing great. So happy to be here with you. I can't wait for today. I'm super excited. I've been looking forward to this all week. So I love to kick off the show and just hear your story, your journey, and how you got really stepped into the work that you're doing today and what that work looks like. Very well. Um, I was raised in the Catholic tradition, and that is one that has a lot of um, devotion in it and um, ritual. And as I grew older, I, um, I learned that I, I needed more than, than just what that particular tradition offered. And so I went out on a search to explore other spiritual traditions, um, spent some time traveling through Asia and um, really kind of getting a, a physical experience of these, these different ways of uh, religion or expressing spirituality. And uh, so when it came to a certain point in my life, I, I felt a connection to different goddesses um, and, I, and I longed to know how they could actually interface with my life. And I also wanted to know what, what would it be like to connect with other women um, around these issues of, of what, what, what does it mean to be a woman in this lifetime in our, in our modern society? How, how, do we, how do we get through it? And um, I often have the sense of there's got to be more to life than, than this. Like there's, there's another deeper layer of, that, I, that I haven't been taught or that I didn't know about that I had to go, um, go looking for because I, I had a sense it was was there and so in a certain way my my longing for a deeper spirituality and a stronger connection to other women and my interest in mythology and goddess cultures all came together um, in this book that I wrote um, where it's basically following it's called the well of truth and it's following this one woman through her adult life as she meets the uh, initiations and challenges that that many of us face, and uh, and how she gets through them with um, with help and support from her divine allies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, many of the themes are ones that I've experienced in my life. Um, I'm I share a lot with the main character, whose name is Grace, who you know has. Uh, you know, who goes through a divorce and has children, who loses people that she loves, who goes through the changes of, of menopause and having her, 
her offspring leave the nest. And so there's many places in the story that, that I feel personally connected. And then of course there's many places where it's just fantasy. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's kind of a, kind of a picture of um, where, what, what brought me to this moment. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your book. Like all, uh, what is it? Who is it for? What does it cover? I know, but the audience doesn't know. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I have been told that it's um, a book that can be helpful to, um, I'll say, women over 30 as they start to move through these life transitions. Um, but that it, it's actually can be helpful to anyone uh, because it's it's a story of, of really a human being trying and striving to be their most authentic self mm. and in and in doing so uh, connecting to the forces of nature um, as uh, as an anchoring point and also making uh, a, a deeper kind of connection to to self and and the world around, um, and so so it's it's meant to it's meant to be an encouraging, inspiring read. Yeah, okay, I'm 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 not alone. I'm in this this life journey, and there's many other people that are that are like me that want to live as coherently and as deeply em embodied and uh, connected to the magnificence of life. And, uh, and so that, you know, that was all that, um, that really gave me the juice to, to write these stories. Uh, I'm, I'm also very interested in rites of passage and mm. uh, particularly what I know and experience as a woman, the, uh, the rites of passage from maiden to, um, we could say, a young adulthood and then the passage to motherhood and then to um, wise woman, a woman who no longer bleeds, uh, who goes through menopause. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested in that kind of connection of all of the different phases and flavors and aspects of being feminine, as well as the things that we all, that many of us go through, um, through the course of just life on on modern earth of, uh, you know, getting married, the, the, the cultural and social initiations that we, that we um, kind of guide, you know, guide our lives, um, the, the markers. Uh, so those are, so those are also aspects that um, I would say are, are very important. And for someone who is interested in reading the book, that it, it may it may give you a little um, a little nudge or a little remembrance or something to help you on your journey. Mm, I love that. Um, and you know what my book's about. <laughs> I'm just laughing yeah, as you're talking. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we're, we're I'm like you're my feather. soul sister. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I know when I when I first 
really started studying archetypes, it made me for the first time in my life have a permission slip to truly feel heard and seen and understood that I was able to embody these different archetypes through different phases of my life or different situations that I was going through. And so when you were talking, I was just oh, resonating so deeply that, yes, it's it's just it's pure magic when you're able to step into every single flavor that is out there and really allow yourself to kind of explore instead of be in this little box. Exactly. And, and I feel that this day and time is, is requiring us to do that, mm-hmm. to do, not just to be the nice girl or this. It's like we have got to inhabit the full range from our sacred rage to our deep tenderness and compassion that, this is this is what uh, I feel we're being called to do at this time, and uh, it's no wonder that all of us uh, like-minded beings are finding each other. Yes, yes, absolutely. And there has been so much connection. I feel since COVID, as isolated as we were, but it gave people that pause button to realize that as a collective, we have become so disconnected. That's right. Mm. And and now the the you know it's this has always been the way of the wise woman to weave things together to stitch up the places that um, need mending and and in a certain way that that's that's what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So I love to give the audience just tools for their little belt as mm-hmm. each episode drops and. I love to talk about a little bit about connecting. I know that you actually used to work with menstruation and really empowering women with their cycle. Mm -hmm. And so being able to connect that within the archetypes and how women can really start to sync their body with the phases of the moon, with Mother Earth, with Gaia, Mm -hmm. and really tapping into that personal magic that each woman carries within her womb. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, I, well, what we were just talking about, um, you know, embodying all of these different aspects of who we are, I feel that working with our biology is a very practical and tangible way of mm-hmm. relating to these more um, esoteric or maybe grander um, visions of inhabiting our archetypal selves, because um, that the the moon cycle or you know the phases of the moon and how that reflects in the female biology is stunning you know it's it is really um it is really a a gift and even though um we in our modern culture tend to look at uh let's say uh, moon time menstruation as being a a curse or uh a taboo or shameful or dirty or, you know, not, not something that you talk about, uh, that it, it's, it's changing because that, that's, that's actually our power is mm. that we have this ability to not only create life, but to, but to grow, you know, we start in with this in the dark moon and, and then the moon grows full and, and then it retreats again. And it's a teaching. It's a teaching about how life is changed and how we're constantly changing. And that we have these times uh, cyclically where we are 
full of energy and shining. And then we have times when we're letting go and we're releasing and, and everything that's happening with, within us is, is um, an analogy for what's happening in our psyche and also what's happening in the world around us. So I, I just feel that it's imperative that women um, learn about their bodies. Learn, Absolutely. You know, a lot of them don't even know what's, what's happening and how many young women and, or women that I've worked with that have said, when I, when I had my first period, I thought I was dying. And mm. that's just not acceptable. <laughs> you know? yeah. No, we, you need to know. You need to um, know how to work with it and to celebrate the, the miracle that it is and what, what your body can do. So um, I, I see that there's quite a lot of work to be done. And that uh, over the past few years, there are changes happening. And that makes me really happy. There are a lot of changes happening. And it's becoming such... Um... Like, I remember even when I was in high school, like, it was such a taboo topic. Like, no one talked about it. It was gross. It was dirty. Like, mm -hmm. it was shameful. Um, you went to school. You got blood on your pants. It was so embarrassing. Like, it was, there mm -hmm. was so much shame wrapped around it. And now I see these this younger generation, like, even on TikTok, talking about, like, you know, how they're using their cycles and rituals and what they're doing mm -hmm. and all. And I'm like, it's so openly discussed now. And there's nothing gross about it. There's not, like, people right. are actually so proud of the magic of what their body can produce and I just exactly. I think it's amazing to watch really everything unfold and how many leaps and bounds we really have taken because I feel like a lot of times we can get stuck in that negative mindset of oh this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong but look at all that's right look at all that's changing and transforming oh I agree with you completely that is such a good point that um yes well the things that are um you know kind of dark and dire are right there in front of our faces 24 seven. And, yes. <laughs> and, and to actually, you know, it, it takes a little more of an effort to find those things that, uh, that are there, but maybe a little quieter. And, and I agree with you. There have been so many positive uh, developments in so many aspects of our lives um, over the past, I mean, say 10 years that, um, that's what gives me a lot of hope, a lot mm -hmm. of hope for the future. Mm -hmm. So for the listeners out there, what are some ways that they can start to tap into their cycle on a deeper level? How can they begin to really notice their bodies and sync their bodies and tap into that personal magic? Great. Well, I have a couple ideas and one I know you're going to agree with, and that is dancing. Ah, get in, yes. Get into the body, you know, um, you know, kind of first and foremost to feel your body, to feel what moves through your body um, and how how um, that is making a connection with with um, with yourself in a in a nonverbal, um, non-intellectual way, just feeling your body. And I know that you are a mistress of that. Yes. You know, I gotta, I gotta tell you a story on that actually, because that's something that I've really brought in with me and my daughter, um, as well, because I want her to always know to like use somatics, you know, and that's a huge part of it. It's mm -hmm. just body movement in general. And 
I recently I had to go in for emergency surgery on Thursday and a lot Mm. happened to my womb and the parts were taken out and there's all these unknown Mm. factors and it's been a really scary week from everything being perfect to everything not being okay and feeling this mass void and so I kind of went into a little bit of a slump over the weekend which naturally I think any human would and um, I was just processing and my my daughter comes in she's seven and she's like, mom, I know what we need to do. And I was like, what, what, what are we doing? And she's like, we need to dance every single day after your surgery until you can dance again. And I, she's like, let's make a TikTok. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? I was like, how do you say no to that, right? I'm like, I can barely stand up, but let's make a TikTok. So every day at before school, that's been our thing is we get up that is so- and we dance. I, that I, well, you know, I've seen them. And oh, you so- saw us. I've seen them yet. And so, that, oh, what a, what a fabulous story. Oh, my gosh. So it's been wow. so funny. So I'm barely moving in them, but I'm like, at least I'm moving. And it's been so empowering. So I love that you bring that up because it is. It's like when we can just kind of slow down and just like even if it's playful when we're in the midst of yuckiness or when we're in the midst of that stuck energy it moves (laughs) it it does magically it really does and uh wow well uh here's to your speedy recovery and um, thank you and your and the there is so much wisdom in your womb regardless of what has happened it's there. It's all there. And you are creating so many wonderful things in the world and, and through this podcast, connecting with so many souls. And so thank you for that. May you be well always. Thank you. That means the world. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we can talk about menstruation. So connecting with Gaia, what would you say mm. has been your biggest moment of your like I feel I feel grounded I feel connected within my body and mother earth because we live in a busy time I mean there's social media electronics phones like everyone's busy all the time so slowing mm-hmm. it down is a lot easier said than done <laughs> right or even taking the time to disconnect for a moment to go out and look at the moon mm. I, I find that 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 is my greatest teacher and um and the kind of thing that that I make a priority in my life is to uh, be a moon gazer uh, and to watch it through all the phases and to to use the energy of full moon and and the new moon you know for for different kind of ritual purposes or or it doesn't even have to be fancy I just I notice the cycle when it's when the moon is growing to fullness and then when it's waning and 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 tapping into how that feels within my body and where are the places that I'm waxing and waning as well uh so so that really connects me to the earth and and other things are like I I watch sunrises or sunsets whenever I can um all of these good things are free <laughs> free at all times it's mostly just a matter of me getting you know out of the house and and making a point to do it um i also love hugging trees a lot and mm-hmm. i um, love that 
I have my special tree friends all around the world and uh, I go visit them whenever I go traveling. Um, so, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that to have a connection with the earth doesn't mean that you have to go off grid to some, you know, remote location. It's everything is available, uh, close by you know mm. even if you have a house plant that if you don't have any outside space if you have a house plant that you you know feed regularly and you, you you know you tend it and you connect with it that's that's making you know that's making a relationship uh to to the earth mm. and yeah, I love that. So, so there there's there's many ways and uh and there's there's many teachings. There's so much wisdom available through connecting with the natural world. Yeah, and it is. I mean, we we want to naturally complicate things, <laughs> and it really does yeah. come down to simplicity. And you know, like you said, being free and being. Because I mean, I know for me personally, when I first got on my spiritual path, I was like oh, I can't be spiritual unless I buy all the crystals and they're so expensive. And if I do this and I do that, I thought I had to buy all these things and have all right. these things and have this certain aesthetic. And now I'm like, mm. oh my gosh, none of that matters. I, I, I just need to walk yeah, outside and, barefoot in my backyard. That's it. Exactly, exactly. exactly. But I, I understand too. I mean, there is, there is something beautiful about crystals mm. and, and their, their energy and uh you know, the relationship and the, the subtleties of energy exchange that can happen, or maybe not so subtle. But there is a certain point where all of the tools um, of either spirituality or in, in our lives, like the training wheels come off, and then you become it. Mm. You don't need the other things. You are the the vehicle. Yes. And... I I just, I, I know that I love that transformation because at first you do feel so uncomfortable or so just not okay in the body. And then after you keep doing it and practicing and it, it truly does, it's like you wake up and you're like, huh, I, I'm her. <laughs> like, yes. I'm that person that a year ago I was dreaming of being. And now I wake up and that's, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and acknowledging that and celebrating that and knowing that there's more to come too. I love celebration. Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge part that we don't do enough is allowing yeah. ourselves to celebrate ourselves and celebrate all those milestones that happen along the way. That's one of the things I tell every single one of my clients. They'll tell me something good happened and like, it might be something small, it might be something big, but I'm, so the first question is always like, what did you do to celebrate? Like, Right. Yes. The, uh, I, I agree with you that in our, um, just in the way we live these days, we, we do have a lot of celebrations, but sometimes they can feel really hollow because they've, they've become um, so kind of formalized. Like, oh, this is what you do. You sing the happy birthday song and you get a cake. Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, well, you know, you, we can re um, kind of reinvigorate these traditions that we have uh, in a heartfelt way and and you get to be creative and think of what works best and how you'd like to do it and certainly there's so many people taking on this um, how to celebrate a girl when she 
has her first moon when she mm. menstruates for the first time. And, and there's no guidebook to how to do it. And many of us never received um, any kind of formalized <laughs> uh, ritual. <laughs> there ritual was no training here. There was no training. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and yet now there's, um, you know, these lots and lots of women that I know of that are, and men who are creating things anew for their for their daughter. So it's fun. It's 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 very exciting because anything is possible. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It's fun to research um different traditions and stuff as well. We started um because after I got spiritual I, I was also I was raised very, very religious. And so for me I had a lot of religious trauma to work through as well. And when I became spiritual and when I felt so aligned, but I also felt like I was going to burn in hell. So there was this constant mm. like oh, wow. inner fight happening. And I really yes. had to move past that. And that took time. But um my first set of holidays, it was so difficult because I was like, oh gosh, I just, I feel when you said hollow, I was just like, oh gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about because it felt so empty and so fake. And I was like, this is not what I want to do. I don't want to like go broke every Christmas buying a bunch of presents that you're going to trash and they're going to get broken the next day. And then my bank account's empty. And I was like, and then it means nothing. And so I was like, you know what? Me and my husband had a talk a few years ago. We're like, let's, let's start doing experiences. Like let's stop with all the fake stuff. Let's stop with all the things. And like, let's go somewhere every year. Let's do something big. And so we had planned it this year that we went to Hawaii and there's a full moon over the ocean. And so right before Christmas, we saw it and like what we were all playing on the beach under the full moon on the ocean. And of course we still did like, you know, my kids are young. So of course you have to do some fun Santa stuff, but you know, we, we do all that, but it was like building these different traditions. And then we, we did Yule when we got back and did the, made this beautiful log and like all the kids got involved. It was just, it's fun to have these traditions that like you're putting your heart center into and they mean something and your kids can pass them on versus it just being something that does feel so hollow and so empty. Exactly. And, and I'm just this image of, the full moon over the water and oh, gosh. you know being out that that's a memory gift that that you know your children will have for their lives that you have it's it's uh, it's something that's bigger than just a toy that's going to break and <laughs> turn away it's a yeah. life moment you know a soul moment yes yeah and i i just feel like i i the older i get and the more I transition to the different archetypes, and I'm sure you can relate to this, is just stuff is fun. And I'm not saying it's not fun, but, you know, it's really tapping into the, those experiences, those soul moments is like what my soul, like really my spirit craves that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and how to, how to feed the soul. And, mm. and that's a, that's a treasure hunt that you, you know, we uh, all get to go on. And an ever changing one. <laughs> exactly. I feel like as soon as you've got it figured out, the universe is like bloop. And and that's also the nature of you know this <laughs> reality is that there's always there's always more. There's always something different that's giving us an opportunity to mm-hmm. learn more and to go deeper and um, I think ultimately to help us tap into the love within us and the love around us. Oh, yes. Well, I, I know we're coming up on time. I was like, I looked down. I was like, oh, I could keep talking forever to you. <laughs> yes, that would be nice. So passionate <laughs> about this. 
Um, yes. So where can the audience connect with you, find you? Where can we get your book? I need to get a copy. Okay. Well, the book can, um, called The Well of Truth, Stories of Spirit, can be found um, on all the major uh, retailers in the U.S. Um, and uh, you can also go to my website, ElizabethAGouldStories.com. And um, you can, from there, you can get on my Facebook, my Instagram. And um, yeah, I think that's, that's the best place to go to get all the details. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I'm going to link all that in the show notes too for everybody. Great. Um, just so we can go back and grab it. And just all that you're doing in the world. And I'm so excited to read your book. I was so sad I didn't get a chance to read it before the podcast. Well, there's more time. That's just I know. we got more adventures ahead. <laughs> I've got a lot of stillness coming up in my life. So here we go. Yeah. Here's to health and well-being and vitality and joy. Yes. May, it be, may it be ours. Cheers oh. to you, my dear. And so it is. Thank you okay. so much, Elizabeth. We'll be in touch so you're soon. Welcome. Sounds great. All right. Take good care now. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.